Okay. Bilchim Abayim Hashem Hashem. Berachnuchim Ves Hashem. Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir. This week is Shabbos Parsha Shmini. Shabbos Parsha Shmini, Shabbos Varchim, Chaydish Iyor. Lidl Nishmas, the Shir is Lidl Nishmas, Rib Shalom, Arav Achasad Shalom, Ben Rib Yeshua Zal, and Hatamim, Lidl Melech Zal. Ben Yamiyayat Shekhe. Also, we are talking about Mea Sfira, the days of Sfira. Also, the Shabbos, we begin the custom of saying Pirki Avis after Mincha. So, Mea Hashem. Hopefully we'll be able to say something on Pekiavis, something on the Sechta Saita, as we do throughout Svira. And talk about Chedish Ir, Rish Chedish Ir. Shabbos Mivarchim Chedish Ir. But most importantly, of course, we talk about Parshas Shmini. Shmini Bayayim Hashmini, the eighth day, which is the eighth day of the Miluim. Yayim Hashmini, that says, Yayim Hashmini, that says, Yayim Hashmini, that says, but she said, this is what God commanded you to do. And the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu will appear to you. Oh, yeah. Likr Shabbos in the kitchen. Okay. Well, one second. I need to get something. <laughs> Zeh compares Moshe and Aaron Akin, his brother, to Shishvinin. When the Chosn and Kala go down to the Chuppah, they have couples that accompany them. These are known as Shishvinin. The Chosn has his, and the bride and the Kala has hers. And yes, I'm going to go out on the limb and say there's a chosen and a kala, man and a female. Here, Moshe and Aaron are the Shishvinim for B'nai Yisrael in their marriage to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Moshe 
Moshe focused on bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Yidin, and Aaron focused on bringing the Yidin to, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Moshe made known the Teda of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the world, and Aaron loved the people, as we say in Pirkei Avis, so we already are touching on Pirkeavis itself. In order for a marriage to work, to be able to grow, both these tasks are very, very important. Both these tasks need to make need to be done in order to make the marriage between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Yidden work. Ultimately, what Aaron does completes the whole cycle of what has to happen. And we see this because throughout the seven days of the inauguration of the Mishkan, where Moshe was serving as Kayin Gadol, and Moshe was putting the pieces together, every day he took it apart and put it together. This ultimately was, although it was a phenomenal thing to watch, it humiliated the Eden a little bit. Rashi says, until Moshe comes out, comes forth and says to the Yidin, Ochi Aaron, my brother Aaron, is more important than I, is more worthy than I am. Because his offerings that he's going to bring, his karbonis that he's going to bring, bring into fruition all that I am doing. My building, my construction, my edifice that I'm putting together, has nothing and has no value until Kabbanas are brought. Once that happens, the Shekhinah will dwell among you. Showing us, teaching us, that Aaron Hakeyans, Ehev, Esabriyes, Makarvan, Latera, is what ultimately, oh no, is what ultimately brought down the Shekhinah and gave the Kaddish Baruch Hu the delight in the creation of the Mishkan and of the world. Whereas Moshe's position of bringing down godliness into the world this was all in order that Aaron's mission would be completed. So when we learn the mission of Pekiyavis this week, and we say, Have a shal Aaron, be from the students of Aaron, this gives us now a whole different perspective. This teaches us now 
that the culmination of Aveda that brings down Shekhinah to this world is Aveda's Aaron. The Aveda that Aaron Akayan did. And therefore, have a Tamid of Shalaran. And that's how the Mishnah starts off in Perik Aleph. Moshe Kibel Teira Misinai, telling us how great it sounds, how fantastic, how magnificent Moshe must have been. Kibel Teira Misinai, he got the Teira from Sinai. And then the Mishnah starts to tell us the different, uh, the different acts that we need to put into motion that we need to be able to live with and live by. And we hear, have it, Metamidim Shal Aaron. You just told me, Meshe Kibbal Tayyidim Sinai. Meshe Rabbeinu, Meshe is our teacher. So I'm going to be a Talmud of somebody else, a Talmud of Meshe. Why Metamidim Shal Aaron? This is what the message here is. Aaron's <coughs> Aveda, although it was totally different and almost sounded mundane in comparison to Mesha, whereas Mesha was drawing down Torah to the world and bringing it down from Akash Baruch onto this world, Aaron was making a place for it. Aaron was not just making a place for it, Aaron was making it, putting it in such a position that Akadish Baruch was ultimately satisfied. Now, we've said this before, but it's un- not unfortunate, but it's ultimate, inevitable, needs to, inevitably needs to be repeated annually. We find ourselves also between Pesach and Shuvah, which are known as Yimei HaSvira, the days of Svira. Many different laws apply to the day of Svira, days of Svira. We are days of mourning, where we don't take haircuts, we don't cut our, we cut our nails, we don't listen to music. A myriad of different things. But yet, we need to learn the lesson not just suffer the quote unquote consequence for what happened here what took place we are mourning the 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Akiva had 24,000 students of whom, mind you, I don't know how many I mentioned ever or quoted. But these 24,000 students passed away. In these days, if you keep your score at home, the Yamara Yevam is Samach Beis Amit Beis, tells us, 62 side 2. 
Why did they all die like this? Because they did not behave with honor with one to the other. And therefore, during this time, we need to bring in the reins, as we say, on all the yanam of simcha, no haircuts, no weddings, etc., There's nothing like a loophole. Especially if you find a loophole in halacha. <laughs> How much better is that get? So according to most days, most opinions, the morning period is 33 days. So some opinions say those 33 days start on the first day of the Eimah and go till the 33rd day, known as Lag Ba'ima. Lag Ba'ima is the outside of Shem Ba'yichai. And it's a very, very special holy day. A day of joy, a day of happiness. It's just weddings are made on Lag Ba'ima. So some have an opinion the 33 days are from the beginning till the 33rd day, like Bema. Then some take an opinion and they say, no, it's from Rishchidosh, count 33 days till Shavuos. Then Chabad is the entire Svira is Svira. It's not. There's no improvising. It's from the beginning of Sphere till the end of Sphere till we say today is the 49th day and then we celebrate Shavuos the next day. That's when Sphere ends. Music can be listened to Shalish Me'akbola three days prior to Shavuos. We'll get to there when we get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But when it comes to Today's day and age, post-corona, post-this, post-that, so therefore everybody has to find a loophole. And we'll find weddings that some people make up to Rishchidosh, some people make weddings on Rishchidosh, some people make weddings... Shibus Machot Beretz, B'nei Yisrael. Let them joy, let them rejoice. If your custom is though to keep 49 days, and you end up having to go to a relative's wedding, most opinions will tell you that you can't dance. You can't listen to music then. Okay. So we're accepting the quote-unquote mourning period because of the passing of these students. That's a consequence. Why are we, you know, the Eden didn't sleep, stayed up the night, went to sleep before Mount Tera, so the night of Shavuos we have to stay awake. Could almost understand that one. Just don't ask me how. Just plain morning, not listening to music, etc., is not sufficient. 
we need to apply ourselves. We, as the ones that are living today, need to apply ourselves and rectify the horrific acts of the students of Rabbi Akiva Lenogu Zebazeh. Lenogu Kovit Zebazeh. And the simplest way is to add an Avas Yisrael. Especially behavior with others. Just honoring them. Honoring their, giving them the space and the respect. Until so much that we compensate for what went on. To keep this score at home, we have a Gemara in Brachis and Nunchesim and Aleph. In Sanhedrin Lamed Chesim and Aleph. Um, that gives us a little bit of a twist over here. We're complaining that the Tamidei Rebekiva Leinogu Kovid Zelazeh HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the world Ain the Yisein Shavis There's no two people thinking the same. And by a person having an opinion, as we call it, that is, it turns out to an insult to his friend. The friend gets insulted. You're not accepting my opinion. You're not accepting my decision. They have an opinion. They're allowed to have their own opinion. And because they had a different deah, that makes them, that slights their friend to such an extent. Each person has to literally nullify the opinion of the other. You have your opinion, you have a way to live. You keep 33 days, I keep 49 days. Does that bother you? Does it bother, do I bother, does it bother me what you're doing? However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create the world for strife. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create the world to go to battle head, and head, head, head to head. Because ain't they saying Shavas? The opposite. 
because there are so many opinions, so many trains of thought. He gives us what we say, food for thought. I have an opinion. I have an, I understand something one way. Beautiful. You understand it differently. Beautiful. I have one of two choices. Three choices. To fight you. To accept you. Or to live and let live. And just say, no, no. You hold that way. I hold this way. Let's see. I don't want to be at odds with you. Let's both of us sit down and debate our points and find a common ground between it. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created when He created Ein Deisei and Shabbos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was not looking to cause battle royal. And sometimes we find a common ground to an extent that everybody's satisfied. Everybody hears and learns the same subject, and although each one wants to translate it his way, they come to terms. This is another break of video, unfortunately. Okay, this is therefore how the person needs to serve God to purify their nature their seichel their midas and put all the personal agendas aside look for the truth dig for the truth bring up the truth and then you don't find your friend's position objective but not negative and not totally going head and head with you his, not opinion, that's his essence. And therefore this is how his train of thought brought his conclusion about. We've spoken many, many times in Lagbaim about Rabbi Shimon Ba'echai 
which is a typical example of showing us how a, a Tana goes according to Shitosai, according to the way he learns. Rabbi Shimon says in Shabbos, Shnayim Shesu Zain Yochel Zain Yochel Potter. Two people did an Amalacha on Shabbos. They carried a piano to Shusrabim, and neither of them was capable of doing it on their own. They're Potter. Why? Rabbi Shimon says that. This is Rav Shimon's idea. This is his way of thinking. This is his train of thought. What is Rav Shimon telling us? Shimon tells us something very, very important. Rav Shimon's telling us that when the Neshama does an, when a person does an Aveda, we can't blame neither the Neshama nor the Guf, for the Neshama is part of God, and the Guf is an offer, is dust. So therefore, therefore, Neither of them is capable of doing an Aveda. So Zayn Yachl, the Zayn Yachl, the Neshama, can't do it, and the Guf can't do it, tells us Reb Shimon, they're Potter. This too is the general gist of Svira. Sfira comes from the notion Sapir, a shining stone. We ask of the person to shine on these days, to purify, to elevate his nature, his characteristics, and to concern himself that all the kaychas of his nefesh should be used out for the true and for the proper service to God. Not God forbid, the opposite. So affecting somebody, doing something wrong to somebody, hurting somebody, chas v'shalom, is a problem so a person needs to worry to concern themselves in the utmost fashion not to chas hurt somebody else's feelings and let each person fulfill their potentials the days of Sfira also stress Even if at one point in time you did have a rift with somebody and there was a lack of COVID you had for somebody else, 
it should be it should be looked over don't never give up everything can be fixed through sphira adding the sapir adding the light and adding the peace adding the unity and by learning we can say this is one of the reasons to learn as we said that is our paradokim our mishnis they just plain they a little bit of reprimand, but they give you the midas. They give you the reprimand how not to behave and how to behave. And since these are times when one needs to fix and to purify their midas, so we learn us. This personal cleansing is all a preparation for Matantera Chagashvuas. The tater that was given in general in order to make peace in the world, world peace. And to unite, as we said before, with Moshe and Aaron, Moshe's Aveda of bringing down tater, and Aaron's of making the hidden Kalim vessels to accept. So before we accept the tater from above, we need to prepare ourselves in a way of achtus, of purification, in a personal matter, in personal way, from us within ourselves. And through this we come to the Gula Mitzvah Shleim of Bukhar of Mamish. Amen. Let us just take a moment and discuss again what we've discussed so many times. The interpretation of Leinogu Kovet Zebezeh. 24,000 Talmidim Rabbi Akiva. They have Akiva students. Can you imagine, honestly speaking, they used to play pranks on each other? They used to uh, pull out the chair from behind one another? They used to call each other names? What does this mean? They didn't behave with proper COVID one to the other. Again, Talmidi Rabbi Akiva. They were sages. Rabbi Akiva was not a regular teacher. He was a holy man. And we've explained... Their lack of COVID was simply not being able to, uh, let's call it not being able to, let's call it a zero tolerance.
Zero tolerance for one another. Zero tolerance for everyone's opinion. Everyone had their opinion. Everybody presented their opinion. And everybody thought they were right. Everybody thought what I'm saying and the way I'm saying it, it's my way, as we say in America, my way or the highway. What were they fighting over? Sachako, they were fighting over how to translate, how to understand, how to grasp the words of Rabbi Akiva. How to take those words and put them into their real life, into their days of life. This is a very, very important thing to each one. Each one felt they had the feeling and the connection to their Rebbe to an extent where what they said was the truth. What they felt was the truth. The Rebbe said X, Y, and Z, and the Rebbe meant such and such. This was a very, very integral thing in their lives. They wanted to be understood. They wanted to be accepted for what they see and hear. I heard the Rebbe say this. And I know the Rebbe means exactly this. I mean, practically speaking, famous expression of the way you sing it, that's how you present it. You can say somebody is not a thief, and you can say somebody is not a thief. Same words. Depends how you sing it. So listening to the Rebbe, hearing the exact same words, I'm maybe worried that 24,000 students Maybe someone didn't hear him right. Maybe he was too far away. Maybe he was this, maybe he was that. No, 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 no. They all heard every word. But what word did they hear actually? Everyone heard their understanding, their interpretation. And therefore said to their friends, No, that's not what it ever meant. That's not what the Rebbe means. And this 
like we said before, could have been met at a high ground, could have been met in a happy medium, or could have always remained confrontational. And because that remained confrontational, unfortunately it was considered not giving COVID one to the other. Parshas Shmini. Beautiful. Starts off teaching us the Mishkan is being set up. And we said before that Moshe set up the Mishkan every day of the series Zimea Meluim. Took it up, put it up and took it down. Then the Pasha moves on. And it tells us about the passing of Aaron children. Aaron children, which we'll soon discuss. Then, Then the tailor goes on to the kashras, what we may eat, what we may not eat. <laughs> Interesting, I got to put on film with people. I came to a guy today, random. Unfortunately, he's not putting on film because of the COVID still. But he's still uh, Davins. Put on his yarmulke and he'll still say everything we say with Tulan on. Unfortunately, he won't put his Tulan on. Today he asks me, Are you allowed to eat locust? <laughs> I said, Well, you chose the right Pasha to ask me that. But the tailor tells us you're not allowed to eat these different insects and bugs. We just discussed the building of the Mishkan, discussed the Aveda of the children of Aaron, and now all of a sudden you go off to this, to the Shatzim. What is the message for this? The The truth is, it tells us the importance of Kabbalah's ale. Sometimes we think Kabbalah's ale, accepting the yoke of heaven, is only important when you're feeling lowly. 
when you don't have this thirst and love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the time and you don't feel it, you just want to attach yourself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. when one achieves a high level of godliness serving God he doesn't need to have Kabbalah sale he's good where he is I'm good I'm working and I'm serving God my fullest comes the day that teaches Kabbalah sale is the foundation and the root of the Aveda and a person needs to come on to Kabbalah sale even when he's in the highest of levels possible to achieve person cannot serve God only on understanding and feelings as high as they might be the basis to everything is Kabbalah if Khalida a person does not have Kabbalah they can fall to the lowest of situations lowest of Matzavim how low? to eat Shiratsam Vera Masam Rahman Um honestly speaking, there are places where you can get a taco full of ants and cockroaches, etc. And you have those tourists that come and they eat it for experiments. And then you have the um, locals that find it nutrients and etc. The average person doesn't see an ant on his food and say, Ooh, it's not a chocolate chip. The average person sees an ant crawling on their food, they flick it off or they cut off that part and they throw it out. It's I'm not touching that. It's disgusting. So we're not inclined that way. What's the warning here? This takes us to Gemara Saita. The Gemara Saita teaches us that Chesam Ralev, you keep your score at home. The Mishnah, Chesam Beis, the Mishnah of Shimshon Agibar. The concept of if a person sets their heart or their mind by seeing something on something that's not permissible. They don't achieve it. But they get punished for it nonetheless. It's not necessarily punished, but they fall into this. So the person, in this case, where the person is lacking Kabbalah sale, their lack of Kabbalah sale brings them to Chas Shalom. That mistaken bug that ended up in their food, on their salad that they didn't see. That sheretz that fell into their food, which of course they would never dare to eat. 
But now all of a sudden it's there. All of a sudden it ended up in their food. And they see afterwards and they say, Oh my gosh, why did this happen to me? Why did I chasashon? Why was I nichshon like this? Tells us the tale exactly that. Kabbalah sale. You're lacking in Kabbalah sale and the Kaddish Baruch Hu shows you how much you need it. Tera tells us in this week's parsha of the horrible, horrible story. The two sons of Arna Koyin, the Koyin Godel, Nadav and Avihu, went to offer an offering which was considered a stranger's offering. And when they did so, a flame came out and consumed them. Came out and consumed them. What part of them did it consume? It consumed their inside. flame entered their nostrils and literally burnt their entire insides. They were taken out whole. This caused problems for others also later. According to one opinion, this is the problem of Pesach Sheni for some people. They were talking about nefesh, the people that had to pull them out. Whatever. So it wasn't just a... uh, they dying. And the Tata tells us that when Aranakain is notified of the passing of his two sons, Vayidaim Aran. Aran remained silent. He said nothing. I'm, re- I'm recording a shear, I'm recording the shear. children from Switzerland who know how to take the mommy's phone and push the button so this caused a lot of problems here but Aaron became silent he said nothing how powerful how strong is this Let us examine who they were and what they did. Shimshin ben Rezel, who was Shalema, he just fell three floors. Shimshin ben Rezel, who was Shalema, he just fell three floors. 
One opinion tells us that the two sons of Aaron said halacha in front of Mesha. They passed in halacha in front of Mesha, and therefore this is punishable by death. Okay? That's opinion one. Opinion two, they, let's call this lack again of Kabbalah sale, they only had the action of Ratzel and they didn't want to shave. They didn't want to come back down, they only wanted to go up and connect to God. third thing is they came in to do the service they were drunk how do we know that says Rashi because right after this story the Taylor teaches them teaches the dinim of the Rakayan should not come do the service inebriated here we go again Three different opinions. But Bemukhash, it's black and white. What did they do? You can't tell me that either they did this, either they did that, either they did this. How, how did that work? Let's look in the tape and find out what they actually did. Another question is how, since we say Eilu Veilu Chaim, how do they fit one with the other? These three explanations. So again, now we go to how to approach different opinions, how to apply them. Another question we have: It says they paskin in front of the Rebbe Moshe. Aaron was also there, first of all. Aaron was also their teacher. And foremost, Aaron was their father. The sin is so much more grave. I'm sure a lot of people would like to say graver, but it's no such word. It's so much more severe. Like the word severe wouldn't work either. If they had sinned against their father, it would be both their father and their teacher that they slighted. The halach is, by the Seder, if you go to your Rebbe's Seder, you're not allowed to eat, drink by his Seva, leaning over. Because he covered to your Rebbe. However, if you buy a Seder with your father, who happens to be your Rebbe, you're allowed to lean over. 
because your father is Michael. Not Michael on his covet per se, but he's Michael to you. He doesn't want. He's not stringent about this. And this, therefore, this halacha tells us and answers us exactly this: that Moshe was their teacher. And therefore, if they paskin in front of Moshe, they couldn't ask for Moshe to forgive them. Whereas their father, although he too was their teacher, the father would be Michael for doing this. The video is again having its issues. Similarly, when we dis- delve into these three opinions, they paskined in front of their Rebbe, or they had only Ratsu Veneshev, or they were Shasu Yayin. Taylor is described sometimes as Yayin and sometimes as Shemin. Yayin is Relzen Shevetera, the highest levels of Teda. If the video is not working properly, you have to go to Shir.us. The highest levels of Teda that Teda could possibly be. They were in Ratsu. They wanted to connect to God because they were and they were learning in Razan Dateda. And they were learning such a high level of Razan Dateda, they did not want to return to the mundane world. They wanted only to stay in the highest of possible levels that they could, which is to connect to God Himself. And thereby came Lefnei Rabban, stood before their teachers, their masters, and said just that. That when we're involved, and we're entrenched in the Rosh and when we're totally at the Shasu Yayin, we're totally sated, not saturated with Yayin, That's when we have to be connected to God. And we can't come back down. We can't back off of this. We can't minimize this. This is therefore exactly their question, the, the shortcoming of the Kabbalah's ale on their part. A. Studying of Raz and the Taylor is fine but not allowing it to take you over to such an extent that you're at level of Ratzev Enesheyev. Because what happens is, it causes lack of Kabbalah's oil, and the lack of Kabbalah's oil causes Chmona Litzlan, made it of the Fnei Rabbi.
And that's why, and that's how we see that although there's three different opinions, they intertwine. And they go hand in hand, they go one with the other. And they teach us how we need to live, how we need to behave with Kabbalah's El Machashimayim. The Shabbos, the Shabbos, Varachim Chaydish Iyar. Iyar, as we know, the famous Rashtavis, Ani Hashem Reifecha. I am the God that heals you. It is a month of healing. It is a month we look to heal both physically and spiritually. We have ailments, we still have from last year the lingering effects of the illness that's been going around. May Chaydish Ir bring the full refuah to all those that need it. And all those that got slightly affected from it or have any kind of remnants should be healed completely and totally. And the main thing is Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov and Rachel that we should see once again our Ovis and we should be together with all of them with our Ovis and the Emois our Rebbe all the Rabbeim taking us together with Mashiach Tzidkenu this very Shabbos Good Shabbos to all.